Alright, well, ready? Yes. Hello, we are Brown, Broke, and Laughing. I'm Angie. Ah, I'm Jessica. That was me laughing. <laughs> you know what, Jessica? Today, I feel, uh, you know, today I feel really blessed. You know, we're recording on Easter. You know, I have the, I have the bunny mug. I feel blessed. Hop. <laughs> hop. I feel blessed and highly favored. How about you? Um, honestly, I forgot it was Easter until like two seconds ago when you reminded me, but then I forgot again yesterday and previous days. I was also realizing that a lot of stores are closed today, so I couldn't like go window shopping like I like to do sometimes. Um, so I'm feeling, um, gaslit by religion. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm feeling, um, pretty good. You know, I feel <laughs> what we're talking about today. <laughs> it's just like, what am I really celebrating? Um, I don't know. Um, other than that, I'm feeling good. I slept in a lot, so which is so different from the other two episodes. Sorry to our audience members out there. I was really tired in the last two episodes, but hey, we out here. We're gonna thrive. Oh, yeah. And actually, this is our section for apologies to the audience, too. Cause I know <laughs> I edited it. I I edited it. It was so bad at the, the ending edit. I was like, I'm too tired to change it. Cause like how many of y'all listen to this anyway? 15 at this point. Um okay, so. it's just two of you, aka me and Angie, but it's all good. <laughs> Well, at least your husband's listening. Our friends are listening. Maybe. They better. I'm about to send them a pop quiz. Be like, in episode two, section 48 minute long category. What was it? I'm kidding. I don't know. That was really bad. But like. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, what was I going to say? Oh, I yeah. Say I, also, I also forgot that it was Easter until a few. And we were both Catholic. We're terrible Catholics. And that's. Partly what I'm going to be talking about, too, about how much of a terrible Catholic I am. You're triple Catholic? What does that mean? Terrible, terrible. Sorry. Oh, I was sorry like, there's the audience. Catholicism? Sorry. sorry to the audience. I also slur my words. I'm going to try to enunciate from now on. And when I edit these episodes, slurring Angie is my fucking nightmare. So I'm going to try and not do that. So wow. Gonna- she apologizes. I give no fucks. If you heard me, you heard me. If you didn't, you didn't. It is what it is. Sam. Also, I just want to also talk about how I'm recording in my new apartment. I feel so grown woman. There's no visuals, but let me describe it, y'all. <clears throat> As an outsider looking in from the Zoom, um, there are some amazing lights. Uh, it's really spacious. She has all um, wall art. Uh, she has this like peach, not peach, sorry, cream sofa. Um, her undies are also exposed on the dryer rack. Um there's this cute little office in the background. It's kind of adorbs. Um, and she did that. She's a she's a, a bad bitch. <laughs> she's a she's a, a, a bitch. Again, I'm not gonna apologize for not enunciating. No, that, that was on, on purpose. So that was funny. Um, what oh yeah. How does it feel to be living alone? It's been a week, no? It feels well, okay. I have to say, I love it so much. My parents, okay, so. If you don't know my situation, I live in the same apartment building. I live with my parents since college. So I live in an apartment like attached to the building, but like I live near my parents. So my parents, they'd be like calling me and stuff. And I'm like, I've been out with them. I've hung out with them. Like my mom, I was out with my mom yesterday. She was like, you wanna, can I come up? I'm like, no, you cannot come up. 
Like oh, it sounds harsh, but like I need to create boundaries because my family and I were really close and we're in a weird stage because my apartment is basically done, but I still need some things. I, I still need some help. So they do need to come up for things and all that stuff. But I want to be able to be like, hey, this is my space. These are my rules because I don't know, like I feel like maybe most POC moms are like this, but I think Indian moms especially, there's no such thing as your space. Hmm. Because if we're back in India, we all be living together. And until you get married off, you're going somewhere. <laughs> you're with your mom all the time. So I have to be like, yeah, I love you, but I need my space. I, I, like, I love being home. It's amazing. I love like just being to myself. Once I get some of these windows blacked out, like I have like these three windows on my door. I'm going to be around here naked. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Not that we needed to know, but that's good. Liberate yourself. What floor? You're not on the first floor, right? No, I'm on the second floor. Okay, good, good, good. So there's no like passerby. It's just peeping in. That's good. That's good. No, but it is kind of scary because I'm like, I'm facing the driveway. So if mm. any, um, shenanigans happen, I can see it happen. So that's not fun. And don't go be at Chismosa. Just stay, <laughs> stay in your room. Yeah, Simple. Yeah. I won't be a chismosa, chismosa, as I said. Most of Mexico once, sorry, <laughs> twice. <laughs> and then, okay. all that, and then one thing I will say too, is that I used to have like, a the beginning process of moving, I had a lot of shame just cause I was like, oh, I'm like, although I'm paying my own rent, although I paid for most of my appliances and stuff, besides things like my parents are like, please let me gift you something, I'm like, fine. All this was my money, but I feel like sort of ashamed that my parents are helping out. And because I'm 30 and this is my first apartment. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm so tired of fucking like being so sad for myself. Like, this is great. And, you know, it's nothing wrong to get help from people. We we all need help in some way. So I decided, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to enjoy it. People have some shit to say about it. They have some shit to say about it. Who has shit to say, though? I think it's fine. I feel like sooner or later, I mean, if you think back, <clears throat> when we were in our 20s, graduating from college, people were already moving out of their parents' home right after graduation. I feel like that sort of stigma was still there, too. Yes, we were younger, but it's still very much like, oh, shit, I'm not making the moves as fast as everybody else, and that's okay. I'm pretty sure there are people who are 35 who are still living for, with their parents for their own reason. So I think it's good. I think it's also important to kind of recognize that the standard is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like Americanized ideal of what it means to be successful. One of them is being independent at a younger age, when in reality, like it takes time. Same mm-hmm. with like parenthood, same with like finding your dream job, et cetera. Anything dealing with cap- capitalism, it's like, there's no real way or real time frame to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to do that, but I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many pressures that you start to internalize them to the point where you're like, wow, this is what failure might look like, or this is what, um, <clears throat> I don't know, like not moving at the same pace as everyone else looks like. And it's, and it's okay. I've come to make peace with that. Yeah. Um, especially in the job, you know, but it's different. Um, but it sucks also hearing people say, well, if you're going to do it, this is the time to do it. And it's like, fuck, what does that mean? Like after this year, I'm fucked over, you know? So. Yeah. I like, I, my twenties are over. I, I have dealt with the fact that I didn't rise to the occasion the way I wanted to in my twenties. So I know my thirties going to be amazing. Oh yeah. I'm going to be a bomb ass 40 year old. By the time I'm 40, y'all going to be like, we can't touch her. She's going to be amazing. Um, but and also you made a good point. You said who's saying that, and no one has said that to me. I'm assuming right. people are thinking that about me. 
I mean, so, yeah, you're making those assumptions based on like, again, those standards. But I think that unless someone's in your face saying, wow, it must set to be this person doing this thing. It's like, yeah, let it be. And if haters are going to hate, let them hate. Mm-hmm. You're thriving in your own way. There are people who probably moved out who are facing bankruptcy. You know, it's like, you never know what their stories are like either. So just, mm-hmm. just continue to do you. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, um, is there anything else you want to share about your week or thoughts before we go with boring? Yeah, I didn't really get a chance to talk about my week. Um, it was boring. Um, I think the only highlight was on Tuesday was election day in Chicago. Uh, we're trying to find it. <laughs> trying. We got a new mayor. Um, it was really close. It was really stressful. So like my coworker and I went to a bar and I didn't know they were playing Mexican bingo. So it was popping. I won like three times and I never fucking win. Not even at life. So it <laughs> felt great to win a freaking bottle. So anyways, and then once I got home, we got a new mayor. So that was cool. Um, work has been work. Life has been life. Nothing new. We chilling. It's good. That was my week. That's good. So Angie's not paying attention. She's out here recording. Uh, wow. Let's set standards and boundaries. And I'm recording. I'm recording for our social media. Right. It's I am. Healthy. Look out for it, y'all. <laughs> y'all gonna see it. Not now. I'm just saving it. Um, just to figure out ways to promote our stuff. Also, I really want the audience to see our our hair today. Honestly, after sitting in it for a bit, it looks kind of good. Thanks. <clears throat> Yours does, but <laughs> well, yeah, mine does. Yours does too. Though. Our hair is just very voluminous today. It's like giving a vibe. Mm-hmm. I woke up and I was like, "Damn!" Not to be rude, but it's kind of giving Judas, you know, like Judas, 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 Judas. Like this is the sort of hair that Judas had in all the like holy movies, which. Wait, is he the one that betrayed Jesus, or he's a, or Peter betrayed Judas lied, right? There was no betray- Peter lied, Judas betrayed. I only know this because I don't know if anyone has TikTok out there. I know I have Instagram. I don't know if I shared this video with you. There's this really funny video that's circulating on Instagram about this dude who's like how Judas would be if he had social media, and like he uses TikTok and and like Snapchat to kind of like. I don't know, summarize the, the last three days of Jesus's life or whatever. It's like the funniest shit. If, if I can find it, I'll put it like in our notes for people yeah. to see. I just think it's hilarious. I laughed my butt off and I was like, wow. I love, I love like religious slash sacrilegious humor. The I'm going to say something and this will give the vibe of the rest of the episode. So I'm going to say it. And if you don't like it, that means you need to, you need to, you know, click out. But if you're if you're probably one of our friends watching this, this is probably you know on brand, you know. But it's a Christmas card. I found a paper source and it said, uh, "Dear Mary, okay, this is going a little bit too far. Please tell the truth from Joseph." As if to say, like she lied about not having sex. No, but I think it does make you a question, right? It's like think about it. Like the Bible was translated at some point. Like what got lost in that translation was it that Mary was actually a virgin. Or was it more that Mary exemplified these like innocent sort of ethical morals and like, you know, 
she exemplified everything that a woman should be. So therefore they were selected. And maybe she was, I don't know, um, couldn't give birth. And maybe she was just like, with the grace of God, like, wow, Joseph and Mary now have a baby. You know, it's like, yeah. I guess it's not like it's got, I don't know. It gets complicated, but that's how my mind works. Yeah, that's, yeah. And also translations and how we interpret the culture back then that also affects everything. Um, but I don't think we said it completely. I think it you kind of, I guess as a listener, you can kind of tell our topic is religion today. Um, it is very appropriate during this, during Easter. Because, okay, so Easter is one of the most boring holidays. First of all, the Easter bunny as like a, as, as a wannabe Santa Claus, first of all, lame as hell. I did like my Easter baskets when I was a kid. But like, other than that, Easter is so boring. And I think why to me is so boring is because you have, like, I think it's the most important holiday in the Christian religion. But I think it's important if like, well, I guess, well, would you say that? Because that's when Jesus rose. So why Easter, an Easter bunny is used for Easter. I think it's going to, well, yeah, it makes no sense also why like, there was no bi- there was no bunnies in the Bible. But I'm, I'm assuming spring, springtime, you know. Um, it's because of the Germans. German immigrants brought the tradition to the United States in the 18th century where it became popularized and evolved into the Easter bunny we know today. Like the egg, the bunny came to represent the promise of new beginnings and the resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But um, that's cool. The more you know, or the rainbow. No, comes. but but I feel you. I feel like it's the most important. But I feel like Christmas is first, then this one. Yeah, I think because Christmas is more commercialized, and it's you're able to celebrate it in a secular way. Without, but like for the Easter to appreciate Easter, you have to be very, very religious and believe it completely. And I also feel like this is a time frame though, where like other religions. I know our our focus is like very much Christianity and Catholicism, but like are other religions also? Yeah, celebrating. Yeah, like pretty major events like during this time frame too. Mm-hmm. Someone told me the other day that it's it's like you said Ramadan, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think it sounds because it's like the springtime, so like regrowth, rebirth, mm. you know, refreshing, renew. So mm. that makes sense that a lot of religions. I want to look up this one one holiday. I think this is a, a New Year holiday. Yeah. So someone said Easter, Passover, and Ramadan are all overlapping. So, yay! Yeah, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about just our, our experience with religion. What do we feel about religion and? those type of things um and I could go first if you're okay with that Jess go for it okay so basically so I'm Catholic I was born and raised Catholic I mean wait is that the right thing to say yeah born and raised Catholic um I was baptized uh I remember my first communion because I remember actually I loved first communion classes I was like I'm learning today about the Lord I feel like when I was little I was more I really like I love Jesus I, I think I was a religion nerd when I was, a, I, I liked, I liked, well, I didn't like, did I like church as a kid? I felt like, also, wait, I was sort of gaslit by my first church because I went to a Catholic church, but it was like an all black Catholic church. Mm. And so it was like good music and like a good choir. And I don't know if it's because, cause I remember also um, I went to the school that is also affiliated with the church. And I think a lot of people actually who went to that school wasn't really Catholic, but you had to go to church at least once a month. I guess in order to pay the tuition or whatever, I don't know. Like, was this middle school or like high school? It was ele- elementary school. Okay. 
but I went there from like second to sixth, sixth grade. Um, and a lot of people there were actually Catholic. Actually, most of my classmates weren't Catholic. They were like other for, branch of flavors of Christianity. Uh, I like saying that flavors. I, I saw you put a lot of emphasis on, on the, <laughs> the flavors <laughs> of Christianity. So I wonder if maybe like there were people who were in the church, maybe they weren't Catholic first because the choir was banging and apparently that's not normal. Because after that, the other Catholic church I've been to, the, the, the choir has been lame. They're just like, <laughs> just like that, huh? Yes. <laughs> and the singing be like awful. I'm like, do they bet these people out before? I'm coming here on a Sunday. I'm tired. Mm. Oh my God. And then I have to, and then, okay, I'm going to say something very sacrilegious. And then maybe I will cut this out, but I think it's funny. And my parents are like, don't ever tell this to anybody. But you know, I'm going to say it's funny. If I was Jesus, I'll be offended that my body of Christ is that tiny little wafer. Do you know how <laughs> that wafer does nothing? At least do challah bread. He was he was Jewish. He Hala was. Bread. There are some places actually, some other churches that use bread rather than a wafer. I hate it. It's like I'm supposed to be praising God. Like, why do I have to feel like when I eat? I mean, of course, you don't really taste anything, but it's like. I have a really stupid question. Does, do all Catholic churches use the same wafers? Or same do or are there different companies selling these wafers? Like, do all Catholic churches use the same wafers? Or, like, is there, like, a specific company that I think it's the same? Because I think probably the reason why they do that is because it's easy to store. Like, it's just a little, I mean, I assume. Because, like, why would you choose that? Why don't we create our own little wafer and, like, resell? Like, Wait a minute. No, go ahead. Now I'm curious. Business. <laughs> business idea they're probably like a company they all get their wafers for or something yeah google that jess that's actually a great thing to look into but i just like i also i think this also uh this was a tangent but actually leads me to kind of where i'm go is that catholicism is like very traditionally like religious like it's very like if you go to a catholic ceremony it's very much like the pageantry of it the church is beautiful you rise you stand up you kneel um, you sing certain things, you speak certain things. Uh, so it's very like robotic in a way. And if that, some people like the traditional aspect of that. They're like, oh, I like that. When I go to church, I do this, I do that, and I leave. That's great. But that doesn't work for everybody. And it didn't work for me. So I never really liked church that much. Wait, what did you find out? No, keep going. I'll interrupt with you. Okay. Um. So like, I never, so when I was a kid, I liked it, but then, uh, my mom remarried, so she married my dad, who's technically my stepdad. He's a part of this organi part of this organization. I'm not gonna say what the organization is because I don't want anyone knowing from that community that I do this podcast. I don't want them judging me, okay? I thought mm -hmm. like, you were pure and innocent. And if you judge, hold up. And if you judge, if you listen and you judge, are you really religious? You're what supposed to not judge people. Okay, well, carry on. There's something actually religious people and spiritual people have in common because they're judgy, so judgy about. Yeah. But like, Go ahead. carry on. Anyways, yeah. So because of that, he introduced the idea to me, like, oh, you can explore many things. So like, I remember when I was a kid, when they married, I, it was mandatory for me, and I now I appreciate it. And I hated it when I was a kid, but every morning I had to meditate. Hmm. It didn't matter if I couldn't close my eyes or if I couldn't like have a moment. I just had to sit there at least for like ten minutes, and then I could go. And that trained me to be able to meditate and like learn how to like be by myself and just like internal uh, observations, but also like being connected to something. But it introduced the idea to me like, oh, there's so many other religions out there. 
there's like Buddhism, there's Judaism, there's Islam, like, and then all these ideas, all religions have very similar ideas. And what the organization my dad's a part of, they have their own beliefs, but they also believe in in, in like research, like doing your work. Like mm. you could be a this, you could part of this group but still be Catholic. You could be part of this group and still be Hindu. And then also, I think I'm influenced by how my mom grew up because my mom was from Singapore. And in that place, all religions work together harmoniously. Is there's no there's like Christians, there's Hindus, there's Muslims, there's probably like maybe there's Sikhs there. That's like a religion in India, but made majority of people is Christian, Hindu, and um, Muslim people. It's so inclusive that like school uniforms would include hijab for people who wanted to wear hijab. Oh, Imagine wow. being in the U.S. That that would not happen. And I remember mm-hmm. actually being on, in a cab, someone was playing like Islamic music. And I knew in America that would not fly. And like it, people were so open about their their expressions of religion. So I grew up with the idea that like, why is Christianity supposed to be the, the top choice? There's so many other options. And I think because Christianity was used to colonize most of the world, most of us are trained to think, oh, Christian Christianity is the default religion and the best religion. Hmm. But when you move out of that default, you're like, why have I why do I choose like like I don't have like I don't like having to kneel all the time I don't really like the Catholic mass that much I don't have to go to church if I don't want to hence why I didn't go today <laughs> I get that so and and I just think I like to explore things like I like if you look at my apartment right now I have like a, a statue of Mother Mary I think I feel like in my in my family Mother Mary is sort of like our patron saint or something I don't know like I was raised to like to pray to her. She'll help you with anything. So she's just like a, a motherly figure, like spirit to me. So she's in my house. If you come to my house, you'll see her. I also have like some um, Hindu goddesses. Um, it's Manakshi. She's like a welcoming goddess. And like, I have crystals. So I very much like, I believe in God. I just believe in exploring it. I don't want to tie myself to one thing. Cause I feel like once you tie yourself down to a specific group of people, then other things that don't matter influence your decisions on what you believe in and stuff yeah yeah and that's my opinion I'll stop there and let you go in terms of like how my, my experience with religion um okay before I dive into that yo the Kavanaugh company has been making the wafers for so the Kavanaugh Ka- Kavanaugh Kavanaugh company manufactures the wafers and they're basically not, not related to Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> I don't think so I mean it's like your last name are you related to anybody with the other no like i think they're rhode island so i'm assuming they come from a european ancestry um they produce the communion wafers for over three-fourths of the roman catholic church episcopalian i can't say that word Um, thanks lutheran churches in the u.s canada england australia so i got myself a competitor we about to make shit you know what's fucked up too? I just, while doing that research, I'm about to blame the Catholic Church for this. I guess like they were trying to pass a gluten-free wafer for people and like the the Catholic Church vetoed it. How? First of all, maybe that's how I gather my gluten intolerance from all the wafers <laughs> I was when I was a kid. You know what? I'm feeling some type of way. Now I'm heated. So let's talk about religion. How do I really feel? So I grew up um, Mexican, obviously, because I'm Mexican. (laughs) But I can change that. (laughs) I'm also Catholic. Um, So I went to an all-girls Catholic school, uh, super Catholic, communion, um, 
what's the thing after communion confirmation i did my baptism and all that shit um it was fine i feel like for us it was rough because like i feel like religion for a lot of mexican families became sort of like therapy like they would pray to god as a way to kind of escape their fucked up realism and by that i mean i don't know like within my family i saw people kind of praying for uh prevention of 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 deportations or like domestic abuse that's happening in the family but realistically it's like what was needed beyond faith was also like resources but oftentimes it's within the catholic church that i noticed where the sort of messaging that was promoted was very much like pray to god and everything will be solved and if anything goes wrong like forgive your um enemy and it's like great this just makes you be a pushover so i feel like that's where my sort of uh sentiments come into play with like catholicism um i think again growing up i was pretty faithful just because i was trying to understand what it meant to be what it meant to have a faith and what it meant to be spiritual. And over time, I realized I was more spiritual than actually Catholic to some extent. Um, there were certain things with regarding tradition, right, that I was like always looking forward to, such as like posadas in Mexico, which is like the, you go to different houses and like you sing and everything in anticipation of like Jesus's birth. And it's kind of cute. Um, the setup in Mexico is very different or like Los Reyes Santos, right, the three kings, like being with family and all that stuff. But I figured that all that stuff was because I was with family. And most importantly, a lot of these holidays I was looking forward to had some dope ass meals. So I was really looking forward to the food and like sort of that, but not so much the actual religious component. And I feel like that's where I'm struggling now as an adult. Like, where do I belong within this religion? Um, sort of search. Um, Catholicism, I feel like is a lot of, again, based on the church I went to, it's just a lot of gaslighting. There's just a lot of like, you're wrong, we're right a lot of guilt tripping of, of donations of money. And then like a lot, the church I went to was predominantly again, Mexican immigrant based. So like the people who led those sessions, like the, the communion classes, um, collecting the, the, the money, like they seem pretty well off. And it kind of sucked just like the way that they would look at these Mexican immigrants or like folks who came from like immigrant backgrounds being like, oh, you're not worthy of God's love because you're not donating enough. Or like, we need this for our brother or sister, but you don't want to donate. So God's looking out. It's like, stop, stop mm -hmm. with the guilt tripping. So that upset me. Um, so for a while, I was actually thinking about Buddhism just because like, because I went to an all girls Catholic school, I think the one thing I loved about them is that they were pretty open about if you're not Catholic, that's okay. Like we're not here to push things on you, but we're here to learn about other religions. And I learned about Buddhism. I was like, this is great. It's awesome. It was also right after I had seen the Simpsons episode where Lisa becomes a Buddhist because she's vegetarian. And I was just like, I love it. Because all you do is like, well, no, it's not all you do, but there's a sense of centering yourself. There's a sense of meditation. There's a sense of making sense of, of nature and how that relates with within you, within people. And I love that. And I think that this was also the religion that had a number of like deities, right? If I'm not mistaken. So it's also like understanding what the role that each deity had. So for a while, I was like pursuing that. But then I was like, man, what happens if I pursue this religion and I'm also disappointed? Like, what would that feel like to me? Like, it would, would it be more like, is it more on me and like where I stand with my faith and beliefs? Or is it more about the systems that we have set in stone when it comes to religion? So that's where I'm at with religion. 
terms of Catholicism, like I said, I feel like I'm still making sense of it. I haven't been to the Catholic church in a while. I went once because I'm a godparent. So that was cool. My little, my little goddaughter. She's great. Um, I'm a godparent too, to a dog, but I'm a godparent nonetheless. Wow. You did not just compare a human with a dog. You did not just compare my goddaughter to a little bit. I love my goddaughter too. I love my goddaughter. My God, puppy. wow. Did you have to take her to the Catholic church and hold her while she was crying? No, Not but, the same. But I bought her a toy. She loved it. <laughs> Let me have this. I'm proud. You bought her a toy. Okay. Good for you. I had to figure out what to get my goddaughter so that when she grows up, she can beat someone's ass. So same thing. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> apparently it's same thing. Oh, but also I wanted to add too, if you if you want to look more into Buddhism, Jess, you could definitely talk to my dad about it. He would love because I know dad- it's just like, uh, and I'm an angry person. I don't know if people can catch this from the podcast, but I'm pretty angry all the time. That's Wait, because yes, you're angry. Shut up. <laughs> um, I also want one good thing about Buddhism is like also I'm not an expert on anything. Like kind of like like I said, I kind of like dibble dabble and stuff. And a lot of that stuff I'm just exposed to by just like being around it. But I know a lot of what Buddhism, it's like, like Buddha is not even a God. He's more like a, like a figure, you know, like, so it's not about praising a God. It's like being, uh, being uh, aware of being part of like consciousness. So it's like, a, it's like a, it's like more of a, I feel like Buddhism is more personal versus community. Yes. And that's what I like. And about I love that because I feel like. I need something to center myself. I'm always angry because I always hate people because I'm wondering what's wrong with people. I always, I'm here to always judge the government and I'm going to get into that in a few. Actually, no, let me get into it now. I think the other reason why I'm like Buddhism and I'm wondering how this works is because I feel like a lot of the hate that exists in our country, unfortunately, does stem from religion um, or religious beliefs. So like anywhere from not accepting people who identify as queer or trans to not accepting people who are not white or not accepting women in general. A lot of that stems from how mostly like rural areas, unfortunately, interpret the Bible and their beliefs. Um, and it sucks. It sucks to see that. And I don't know, I haven't done enough research to see what like people who have Buddhism as like their core religion, like what their government sections or, or, or things look like. But like, I am curious to see in what ways is hate that stems from religion different per religion. I mean, I also think a lot about like the fight and I know very little of it. So I'm not going to dive into it. Like Israel and Palestine, a lot of it does stem from religion itself um, in addition to other components. um, And it sucks. So that's where I'm always so, so disheartened with like religion. And I'm here to respect people's religion. I'm not going to be that person to be like, well, why are you praying? Or like, why? I'm not an atheist necessarily. Oh, I hate that. I learned that I can't date an atheist because you need to have some type of belief in something. And some of them are just assholes. Like, oh, you believe in God? Uh Uh-huh. Well, do you believe in this earth? Like, do you believe? It's like, no, like, I'm not here to question your religion. Like, do you? I'm here to criticize you if you're using your religion as a way to say shit about a certain community. Right. And I know that sometimes people who are super religious might feel some type of way about people like me, maybe, where I'm just shit talking about religion. But I think it's important to recognize that I'm shit talking the structures. I'm shit talking based on my own beliefs and systems and like experiences. 
But if you're someone who practices religion, whether it be Christianity, whether you're Protestant, Catholic, and you're able to kind of like live up to the standards of like what it actually means to be a good person of faith, I have nothing to say to you. However, I do want to take opportunities to be like, hey, what you said is kind of fucked up. Or like what you said is not so much about religion. It's about what a Trump supporter said. You know, that's where it can get kind of complicated, especially with like the most recent conversation too, about like her body, her choice. It's like, yes, but it's also like it goes beyond just like killing of a fetus. It's like there's so many components here that you're not looking at. So that's where I'm at with religion. That's also terrible, too, because as someone who is spiritual, like I know for me, like if I were to like I will have an abortion if I have to, if it makes sense. But knowing me and my beliefs, I might not be able to have one. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to use that to tell people what to do. And then also, it is kind of weird to hear people on the left, which are more aligned with what I believe, kind of making fun of abortion, which make us which makes the left look like heartless people, which makes conservatives think, oh, we can't trust them because they're like these killing monsters. Like, we don't have any nuance anymore. And I think sometimes religion prevents... Uh, and this is any religion. And like, I don't know, we mentioned, talked about Buddhism, but I remember there's like this TikToker, um, she's Sri Lankan, I think. And she talks about how like Buddhism was used in her country to take over people. So mm. all religion is is perfect, you know, how it's used, right. you know. But well, well, let me get back to my point that I feel like a lot of people kind of use, replace religion um, with, like, replace a moral compass with their religion. Like instead of like critically mm. thinking or thinking about what makes sense, how people feel, they're, they're like, well, I'm Christian, so I can't do that. Why right. can't you do that? And if you if your reason is a verse in the Bible, that's not a good reason enough for me. Yeah, or even I think that beyond just that, even within the Catholic Church, right? I know it's a joke, but it's also like a harsh reality. A lot of the people who unfortunately abuse children happen to be priests. And it's like, we can't dismiss that fact. In fact, the last time I went to church, and I brought this up with some people, and it was like really disheartening. We can definitely put a trigger warning if anything. Um, it was a Mexican Catholic church. So everybody was in Spanish. We're sitting there. The God, like Kevin and I as godparents, my goddaughter, uh, we're in the mass getting ready for a baptism and then uh, her parents. And then the priest is just there giving this like conversation making some weird sort of like induendo jokes about like the female body. And even in preparation for like this mass, you have to take classes to be godparents in terms of like what to expect, whatever. Um, and there was a moment where I felt like the guy who was leading that conversation wasn't necessarily a priest, but like he he basically said something along the lines of like, we shouldn't be too harsh on priests who, who do abuse because um, I don't remember how he framed it, but it was very much like he was basically talking shit about the people like myself who have shit to say about the Catholic church because priests are abusing children. And he's like, well, they weren't doing it because of God. They were doing it because of temptation, but like God is still there to basically save them. It was, it was really weird. The tone was really weird. And then to like, then go into a mass a week later, where like the priest was making some weird ass jokes. Like literally the, the sermon itself, he was comparing, um, he was using the metaphor of a plant and fertilizer slash soil and like the plant was the woman and the fertilizer was like the guy and how like if you don't have the right fertilizer like the plant is not going to grow or she's not going to be satisfied and it's like this has nothing to do with the baptism and it's and it's disheartening to be in cases like those where it's like once again religion is still being used as a way to kind of I don't know, blindside people who are very strong believers. And it's like, you have every right to take a stand, 
step back specifically and criticize and push back and really get to the root of like, what can we do to change? Um, at least in my case, Catholic Catholicism, because I can't. Yeah, that's really messed up. Um, also here to say they're more Catholic priests that abuse kids than like drag queens, but that's just me. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, well, also like, I also think too, with priests and I guess pastors, any type of religious leader, um, I, I know with, with priests and pastors, you have to get like, go to seminary school and all that, I guess. Um, but it's like, they have the robes, they have the title, but a lot of them are just like men. And I think we yes. put, put a lot of uh, glory on them, whatever. Cause, but also at the same time, like if you are going to be a spokesperson of God, then we should put you to a higher standard, I feel like. And maybe we're not doing that. Agreed. It's almost like when, when people specifically in Chicago want to be cops, they go into the academy, mostly white men. And they become cops just because they want to beat the fuck out of people of color. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we have to hold you higher standards. But then the thing that sucks is like the people that will hold them at higher standards mm -hmm. are people, are their people. So it's like, great. But whoa, ha, 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 full circle. Yeah. It's all connected, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was religion. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what else? Will I, uh, I forgot my sister else. Go ahead. It's your podcast. No, it's our podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, I wanted to ask you this. So in Mexican churches, do y'all still have the music? Sometimes I'd be talking like that at home too. No. Um, how's, it, huh? how's, how's the health Mexican um, church music? Is it the same as it? Oh, it depends on the church. That's mm -hmm. like any church. It depends on where you go. Um. And the one in Chicago that I used to go to, it was all right. They did a lot of the, again, I feel like I'm, I don't know if it was in this podcast that I mentioned it, where like when they say amen, just say amen. Don't go, ah. like you literally just wasted three seconds of my life. If you add it all together, that's two minutes I could have used to order a coffee. Yeah, I don't know when this happened, but I didn't think that changed. I remember I used to go to church a lot because I went to Catholic school. And then once I stopped going and I went back, all of a sudden everything was more singing song. Like it used to be, you, just, you say the Our Father, you say Amen, you Thank say, you. Yeah, say, you know it's Now you sing it all. And I'm like, why? It sounds it's annoying. It's, it's annoying. I mean, I understand that maybe singing is the way to connect with God. But you know what's sad? Here, a mass would have been like an hour and some minutes long. When I studied abroad in Spain, this is when I was like, fuck, I feel like I should go to church since I'm at home. I went to mass. Kid you fucking not. A Catholic mass out there, meaning in Spain, which I think where, is that where Catholicism originated? Wait, where did, I forgot. I can't remember. Anyways, we're, I'm going to Google it. Roman, Roman Catholic? Oh yeah, you're fucking right. Never mind. It's in the name. Um, it was only 30 minutes. Because they don't sing. They just go straight to the point. And like, even like the, the, not eulogy. The, Wait, aren't most Catholic ceremonies 30 minutes? It just feels super. No, girl, these Mexican ones be an hour. They're long for no reason. It's like, please just let me drink my coffee. It got to the point where like, I would go to mass. And right before they started the um, homily, is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, like when the priest was giving like their two cents on the whole like lecture, I remember I would be like, I'll be right back. I got to the bathroom. And I would leave the church and I would go to 7-Eleven, get some coffee, 
chill, come back. Literally 20 minutes later, they're about to finish their lecture. And I'm like, all right, I'm back. And then also, I mean, I think this is an aspect in many religions or belief systems, but there's the idea of like sacrifice and and just dealing with unpleasantness. And like, I know I mentioned like the wafer, but like it's it's very little. Like no one, no, I never heard anyone complain about the wafer, wafer but me, but still it's like a little. <laughs> Sorry. Go to church. <laughs> you go to church. And then she's still sit. fixated on that cookie, y'all. No, 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 I'm trying to give an example. Like, you go to church, you sit through a long mass. Like, if you're super strict, you can't have sex. You can only have sex until marriage. Like, there's so many rules. And I get that you have to sacrifice some things to get what you want. Like, if like even if you're not religious, like, if you want to do good at your job, you go to bed by 9 o'clock or 10 and wake up early, you know, things like that. But I wonder sometimes if we ha- it's too much rules with certain religions, and that's why it discourages people like how come I, I feel like it's also too many rules where too many people follow them where they criticize people so it's i feel like it's a little bit of both yeah. i don't know like i get it like if you are going to be a nun a priest a pastor a monk i know sometimes monks they fast a lot like if if your job is to be the person that is trying to replicate god's words in some way then yes you go through the movements because that's your job like you're in a special case scenario but why does the average person have to live such a limited life just to be connected to god like i wonder that sometimes man that was a lot we we, we went into it yeah oh do you want to talk about let's read let's um go to our next portion of the podcast where we talk about just reality tv and things so love is blind we're gonna talk about that the recent batch of episodes that came out Jess what do you think what are your what are your takeaways I don't like Jackie that's all that needs to be said I Let feel me, like I was rooting for Jackie I was I love Jackie like her attitude her sass no but now I'm like this girl's a bitch and she's so rude she's been gaslighting this man since day one that is not okay um love is blind i'm curious to see how things end i personally think that after this season they need to stop because i feel people who join the seasons are there for the clout um and it's not an intimate member i know what to anticipate but damn like jackie needs help marshall's a hopeless romantic but he's a healthy kind of hopeless romantic he has his moments where he would say things but i get it um i don't root for anybody (laughs) I don't think anyone's authentic. The only people I root for are Brett and Tiffany because they I don't seem, like them. But then at the same time, they haven't really fought. So that's weird to me. They have no chemistry. I feel like they're both fake. They're both you don't fake. think they have chemistry? I don't think they have chemistry. I think Tiffany is settling for less, in my opinion. She said in the last episode. Yeah, less. Do you see Brett? Do you see Brett's house? Do you I see, see Brett? why they love each other? Like, I seriously don't see any connection whatsoever through the screen. I feel like they're forced. They're forcing something that's not there. Read the body language. Oh, but they're so touchy-feely and all that. Good for them. They would make best friends, but I don't think they're meant to be with each other. Oh, I gotta. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't see that, but I will. When I see it again, I will look oh, at I that. Am. But yeah, mommy so I... needs help. He needs real friends. Like the fact that he's organized two different parties, I think, and for every single one of them, he's inviting people from Love Is Blind. It's like, bitch, you need fucking friends. Well, remember he's in Alex. Also, he's like he's he's from Portland. He went to Seattle. First of all, 
if you go on love is blind just yeah then you then you knew you might then you might have to move like i don't know what the problem is you knew that also portland and seattle is not that far from each other you could take oh. a trip there and he just hates chelsea he doesn't like chelsea yeah he just wants white pussy sorry <laughs> he wants <laughs> he wants white pussy at any cost, any flavor. And he got it, and now he's like, peace. Um, who else? And also, I just want to say, I love Chelsea so much. I'm like, and I feel so sorry for her, especially like, and also, I can kind of, and I think a lot of us, not, I don't think you just qualify as this because you're pretty, you're pretty, da- you're pretty realistic and like, you, you care about things that matter. So maybe not you, but <laughs> a lot of women, we dream about our wedding day. We like are excited for the wedding and like our life partner and stuff. And when I look at Chelsea, I'm like, this is a cautionary tale because mm. this woman is like she her her she deserves so much more. She deserves someone who worships her because she gives so much. But at the same time, she does not see how basic this man is because she's so in love with him. And she 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 was like, well, he's such a great singer. And, and I was like, I heard him in the pod. He I was sings? Like, Remember he he made her a song in the pod. He's so talented. I'm like, but should you hear did he really? Did I did I block this out? I probably it, did. Or it wasn't that remarkable, so you forgot. But she's like, he's. I have better lyrical options than he does. So yeah. Yeah. And then also, I remember, like, they did that Calvin Klein photo shoot, which is so cute, actually. That's what, that was kind of hot and cute. I love that All their cute. engagement photos. Yeah. But, so but, the fact that she, but the fact that she said, I've been wanting to do this with someone forever, like, that's insane. That's so sad. It's so sad. And I'm like, she just need that. Do it by yourself, honey. Put on lingerie. Do your thing. Thing. I, I, I thought you thought about do, gifting myself a boudoir photo shoot just for so, oh is that what it is remember that one time side note when we went to a um a wedding expo and were you there someone said there. no I don't think you were in town so I went to a wedding expo it was Kevin a few friends it was all blurred because it happened so fast and one of the things that they were raffling off was exactly that uh like photos and lingerie I guess and my friends put my name Shay put my name down and I got an email saying that I had won and I was really like thrown off because it's not who I am for people that know me know that I fucking love dressing up like a skater boy sometimes even though a bitch can't even walk um I look like a chic librarian that's about to turn hipster um (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? I think I gave it to someone else and they pretended to be me. I was like, this feels sketch. I all that to say, do it if it's something you want to do, but do it for yourself. Yeah. Don't wait for a man to to join you. If anything, get fucking get a fucking sex doll and like have him replace you. Like yeah. have him replace a man. Yeah, I want to do it just because like I think there's like a idea that when you're in 20s, that's like the best shape you're gonna ever be. And that's like the hottest you'll ever be and for me my 20s my body I didn't like my body and I'm still going through like my body was never going to be the perfect body I just know that but I would love to just be able to put myself in lingerie and like find the beauty in it you know like and that's what she should have done for herself not wait for a man to do that and that that made me feel really sad because I was like this woman and then you can hear her talk how he talks about she talks about him and how he talks about her and it's so different and it's so sad I'm like and this woman, like you see, she has great family. She has great friends who love her. And she doesn't see, like, she's so obsessed with this. And I'm like, it's so sad. And I'm like, 
I never want to be like her. And like, I feel like I have a tendency to be that girl. <laughs> I don't want to be that girl. This is so don't sad. Don't be that girl. I think it's, that girl. it's one thing to be a hopeless romantic, but it's another thing if you're settling for less in different ways. Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to be married and like have a partner, but make sure that's not your whole personality, your whole, your whole goal. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of sad. It's sad. I was like, oh, Chelsea, oh, this is so sad. <sighs> like it ended at the point where, you know, of course they do that when before they're going to say, I do, I don't. And I just know Kwame's going to say no. I think he might say yes, but he's going to be reluctant. Yeah. Well, also um, has- but I hate them all. And then the Paul and Micah, like no chemistry at all. They do that thing where they put like their legs between each other. Like that's supposed to show me romance. Like, bitch, I, I can do that accidentally talking to a friend on a stool. Like, <laughs> like- Paul deserves another scientist so they can talk all that lingo. Yeah. Sometimes he'd be saying big words. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. okay. Um, other than that, pop culture stuff. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, really. There's nothing new. I would highly recommend. Um, I might be switching topics here, but if folks have time, I would highly recommend watching Beef on Netflix. It features oh, Ali Wong. Um, it's so good. It is so good. It's an A24 production. I love A24. Um, there are plot twists left and right, but it's so good. It's, I thought it was a movie, but it's not. It's a series. So pace yourselves, y'all. It's such is a, it good a comedy. Is it a comedy? And Ali Wong? Is it no, it's like a drama that kind of thing. Just the basis of it is that these two people get into a road rage incident, and then you become obsessed with each other and like being petty with each other, and then it just escalates from there. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. That sounds so cool. I'm gonna watch that. I love yeah. Ali Wong. It's cool. And yeah, that's it. Okay, well, I gotta get ready because I it's Easter and we're gonna go out for lunch. Where are you and going? I think we're gonna go to Chinatown. Where are you going? Somewhere in Chinatown. I'm probably Joy, but probably oh. probably gonna be really crowded. Oh, also, okay. If you go, I don't know if you've been. Do you like bubble tea? Yeah, but I can't have it. Uh, it sucks. It sucks. But what were you gonna say about it? Like, there's a place. There's, there's this one bubble place called um boba bear or doba bear it's like on the second floor right across from joy east so good i went there for the first time yes uh last week because i was bored as fuck and they have a lot of plush toys they're so cute because you can just sit there with them and take photos highly recommend just for the photo shoot i've had so much chinese food just because of this this health diet i'm on like i can't eat i can't can you have ramen no because oh. it's noodles and carbs and stuff so what I've been eating is just I'll get like vegetables and tofu. Oh, that's all I've been eating. But Joey has this Korean soup I can eat. It's so good. So hope I'm like I'm like let's go to Joey so I can have my soup. Okay. Do it. Well, I hope you enjoy your your meal. Um, happy your Easter to folks the out there. My plans? plans? Yeah. Oh, um, hanging out with the fam. We don't really we haven't really celebrated Easter like that in a while. Um, Kevin's making lamb oh so go kevin go kevin easter dinner i know his family celebrates easter um but just taking it easy um i feel like it's uh today's the first day i slept in a, in a while so i kind of needed that we're just gonna rest and then we'll see where things go cool 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 okay guys well we have the rest of the day ahead of us it is 12 6 yes. <laughs> p.m i just want to go back to sleep to be honest do it. Let's see. I can't. I gotta shave my legs too. 
You know oh, what? I hate shaving. I'm gonna take a picture of 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 us right now. Hold on, give me a second. Oh wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna have my hair down because it looks better that way. When you talk about religion. Okay. Uh, but thanks for listening, y'all. I know this episode might have been a little long, but there was a lot to cover. And once again, if y'all have a topic you want to hear, let us know. Stay blessed. Hashtag blessed. So thank you for listening to Brown Broken Laughing. Oh. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Angie. Don't go yet. Before you go, make sure you're following us on Spotify so you can get a notification when a new episode drops. Follow us on Instagram at brown underscore broke underscore laughing. We make posts when a new episode is on Spotify and we would love for you to comment on the post. Let us know what you think of the episode. What is your take? Do you agree or disagree? We want to know. If you want to be on the show or write us a very long email, contact us at brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com. That's brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and enjoy the rest of your week.